What's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. And, and this, this is Bitches and Murders. Woo! Uh, so it's finally a Sierra episode because Sierra, for once in her life, was not exhausted and had the mental capacity to do research. So, first time for everything. Roll up your... <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Roll up your sleeves. It's about to get messy. All right. Messy so. is my favorite. Today, we're going to talk about the one, the only, the blood countess. <laughs> I I want that to be <laughs> my title. The blood countess? Some variation on that. Why? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I'm severely concerned about Morgan's mental state, like I What's never... What's new? I think my favorite part is I just went to like adjust my glasses and then they weren't on my face. Anyway, so for those of you who are not familiar with the nickname The Blood Countess, that is attributed to good old Elizabeth Bowtery. Bathory? Bowtery? It's Bowtery. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Bathory but you looked is... at me weird and it made me question my entire existence. No, I was just thinking about saying something about like, you may know her as Elizabeth Bathory, but that's because you just read it in English. Right. Like in your like you read it like it's pronounced and that's not that's not it. If we want to get real technical, what Technoble. is wrong with me? Technical. It's like. Elizabeth Bathory, Bowtery, but mm-hmm. like we saw how well that just went, so we're not doing that. Good old Liz, Liz, Lizzie, Elizabeth was born on August seventh in fifteen sixty. We're throwing it way back uh, in Hungary. Where in Hungary is not quite clear. I found like three different accounts of where, and I just did not have the mental capacity to care. It's also not the, one of the more important details. So <laughs> she was born to a very distinguished family. Her father was a soldier. Her mother was the sister to the king of Poland. Her family was also littered with kings, cardinals, knights, judges, etc. You get the point. They're very high status. They're all very Fancy important. Um, so she was born to George and Anne Bautery. And like I said, he was a soldier. She was sister to the king of Poland. And uh, here's the thing about these uh, very noble families in the 15 to 1600s is uh, they're big fans of preserving that nobility via their bloodline. Uh, (laughs) Incest, baby. Yeah. For those of you who hadn't caught up with the rest of the class, we're talking about incest. And uh, because of incest, some genetic complications arose uh, that presented in Elizabeth in the form of epilepsy and um, very, very negative behavioral issues. You know, I feel like uh, as far as incest babies go, I feel like she got a little lucky. She it lu- could get a lot weirder than that. Right. Because all reports of her w- were that she was like drop dead gorgeous. She had this like pale skin that everybody like was striving for. And she had this like long, like raven black hair. <laughs> black hair i'm i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> she had, like all accounts of her are, are that she was drop dead gorgeous and like the one surviving painting of her like i'll agree it's a absolutely gorgeous painting 
So, you know, she's she kind of doing okay in the genetics department, you know? Like, I feel like that could have been worse. Anyway, uh, she was also reportedly very well educated, and Morgan was about to, like, fight me when I told her this earlier. <laughs> but, like, she was very well educated. She was reportedly yeah. fluent in Hungarian, Latin, and Greek. Uh, she was also able to read and write in all three languages. Um, she was also considered a skilled negotiator as well as being well-versed in military strategy. You can be book smart, but not street smart. <laughs> so just saying, you know, y'all are probably wondering, you know, this sounds like a very well-adjusted young woman minus the epilepsy and the so, severe behavioral issues you mentioned. Yeah. You know, so you're probably like, what's what, what went wrong? Well, let me tell you what went wrong. Uh, she spent her childhood at her family estate. Okay, the estate's not the problem. The problem... <laughs> That's not the problem. ...is that all reports is that her childhood was not an easy nor normal childhood. Uh, she had an uncle who was real heavy into Satanism and was trying real hard to get her into that shit. Normal. Totally and, normal. And uh, she had an aunt who was real into sadomasochism and was also bisexual. You know, 1500s. We don't stan BDSM or bisexuality. <laughs> Uh, so her aunt was kind of ostracized, but her aunt was also trying to talk to her about sadomasochism when she was six. That's nor That's normal. Yeah. Totally. Um, here's normal. the thing. I don't kink shame. Be into what you're into. Do not bring minors into kink, especially when those minors are in like single digit year numbers. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like I get in the past, like that stuff like you do kind of have to address well just at least sexuality like a lot younger because women were getting married at like 13 14 15 like i get that yeah uh that however <laughs> gonna be little, a no from me dog we're a little young there <laughs> just a little bit just a smudge um also when she was six are you ready for this are you ready for what she saw at the ripe young age of six yeah yes she saw her father torture and execute a romani traveler yeah that sounds that sounds right bye <laughs> oh don't no. worry we have details on this do i know what her father did to this romani traveler did he draw and quarter because that even better he took the traveler's horse cut the horse's abdomen open pulled out all of its intestines shoved the traveler into the horse's stomach so a tauntaun uh Stitched the horse back up and then just fucking left him there to die. And then he brought Elizabeth back a couple days later to check that he was actually dead. So not only did she watch this entire process, but then she like went back with her father to see this like very gross corpse because it was dead and, you know, left out in the open in a horse's abdomen. So we're, we're talking. He literally cut him open like a tauntaun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> he Luke skywalker that bitch. <laughs> But then, like, didn't use it for warmth. Just used it as a way to kill somebody. You know, to each their own. <laughs> Semantics. Um, so I'll remind you, again, that, that she was six. It's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> I'm just going to be Randy Jackson this whole episode. <laughs> I just, I feel like six is not when you should see a dead body inside of a dead horse's abdomen. 
you know i can't really think of an age <laughs> that that's appropriate yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you <laughs> yeah i can't think of any age that that would be appropriate it's just don't don't put people into into dead bodies don't put live bodies into dead bodies just don't please <laughs> yeah let's just i didn't think i had to say it but here we are that. so when elizabeth was 10 10 at least we're in double digits mm-hmm. now she uh was engaged to I will say this once and only once and don't ever make me say it again. I'm ready. Ferenc Nad Nadzity? Nadazdi? Sure. 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 She was engaged to a count at age ten. <laughs> that is unfortunately normal, and I don't like it. <laughs> they were married when she was eleven. Also normal and I don't like it. And when she was 13, she got pregnant 13. with her first child. I was close. Who was not her husband's because she had a lover. You mean she had a rapist? <laughs> <laughs> she had like an a, affair. Like a, a side rapist to her main rapist. Yeah. Is, is what you mean here. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Oh, uh, because 13-year-olds uh, can't consent right. in normal people universe. Right. So... uh she had the baby well let me let me back up a little bit her mother sequestered her to a private castle because she didn't want anybody to know that she was pregnant via outside of her marriage you think it would just be like yeah that's my husband yeah you would think but like i don't know what happened here um so then she had birth to the baby named her anastasia here for it love it uh they ripped the baby away from her and were like no you cannot have her uh, some reports say that they, like, gave her to an orphanage. Uh, other reports say that her husband killed it. Yeah, I was going to say, he probably just his. killed it. Uh, and then he also killed her lover, rape, side rapist. I don't There's, know what to call yeah. it. Yeah. But he killed him, too. So, probably the baby. Like, yeah. I can't really see him going to all that and then not... I mean, he's fucking a 10-year-old, so, like, I don't think he really cares. Right. Too much? There was there was a few accounts that, 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 that said that he killed him in front of her to, like, make an example of her having affairs. And I'm okay, like... Okay, Henry VIII. Bro, you're 13. <laughs> or she's 13. Like, what? Oh, it's fucking... I'm, like, having Henry VIII flashbacks. Right? Right. Right. Like, Catherine Howard taking her little boat to her execution and seeing her lover's head on a spike. Yeah. Like, on the way to her own execution. Funny that you mentioned spikes. I love a good spike. So, this is just a side note. We haven't... We're, we're not to her crimes yet. Uh, but just a little side note, a little nugget of information that I stumbled upon, a little fun fact, if you will. Uh, apparently they were related to Vlad the Impaler. And when I love that. he was executed, the, the Bautery family inherited his, like, castle. I feel like I might have even heard that before. Yeah. And then just never really, like, processed it. Because now that you say that, that's just some kind of familiar. 
I was like, you know what? You being related to Vlad the Impaler 300% checks out. Yeah, that that checks out. Like, y'all were both fucked. I should do an episode on him, too. He's fun. I like him. I like him? I don't know that I... I like him. I like him. I like like a good Vlad. Vlad's great. Anyway, back to Elizabeth. So, that's her early life. You know, we're starting off a little little rocky. (laughs) We made you think it was full of some nice warm fuzzies, but it was not. (laughs) At least no one's bathing her. You know, I'm not going to argue with you there. (laughs) So (laughs) we have two lists because you know how much I love lists. I do like lists. Because there's apparently about, oh, five to six hundred bodies to her name. I'm not going to go through all of them. Yeah, please don't. I will leave. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to go what actually happened based on testimonials from herself uh, and some of her closest servants. Okay. And then we'll go through some things that she was accused of, but like there's not really enough evidence to support it. But it's also the 1500s, so it's like maybe this happened, maybe it didn't. And of when course, you're getting there's up not into numbers like that too, yeah. like I feel like, like because they're, I'm sure that there's plenty like they don't know about or right. people don't even know their fucking names and shit. Like, so the way that this all started, how she would like get these girls because all all of her victims were like women, yeah, adolescent girls, right? Um, she. <laughs> put out to the local villages that she was creating a finishing school for young women to kind of like help women who are in impoverished situations kind of you know get brought up in society and then go off into society and get married yeah so make that money (laughs) when parents were surrendering their children to this finishing school all of the quotations they thought that was ha- what was happening was that they were taught how to be, you know, society women and then were found suitors that were within their societal range. Like, you know, like not too elevated, but like elevated enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, So th- like they were fully aware that they were never going to see their daughters again. They had no expectations to see them again. Which is sketch as fuck, but I guess when you're poor in the 1500s, you'll do whatever you can to get your kids into a better, a better situation. Life, yeah. So that was kind of like her ruse for how she brought in all of these girls. Now, let's just let's just go. So she kept her servants chained up every night so tight that their hands turned blue and started uh, bleeding. This seems counterproductive because that seems like it would just hinder them doing things for you. Dude, I'm only on my first bullet point. Like, you're really fixated on this. I'm mad about it. Okay? I know. I stay mad. You're going to keep getting madder. Don't worry. I expect nothing less. So, there is many reports that she beat people to the point where there was so much blood on the walls and the floors that they had to use, like, ashes and cinders to soak it up. Because it was just, like these giant puddles of coagulated blood so they just needed like i'm not gonna lie i just had a flashback (laughs) to madame lollery is she making people into crabs are there gonna be crab people in this i almost forgot that we covered madame lollery 
I like wiped that whole episode from my brain. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and I think I was the one that came up with that idea. Yeah. I just flashed back to that and I was like, oh shit. Oh God. Yeah. Crap people. So while she was in Vienna, she apparently beat a servant so loudly that the neighbors, aka the monks from the monastery, threw clay pots at the walls in protest of how loud it was. Not in protest of what she was doing, but just in protest because it was so goddamn loud. Hey, hey, beat him a little quieter, please. <laughs> Excuse G- me. Gag him, maybe? Ma'am? Like, keep it down. <laughs> Ma'am, we have taken vows of silence, and you are interrupting our silence. <laughs> Jesus. God, sometimes I think that people They've are both really... both the chat. Sometimes I think people are really shitty nowadays, and they are. Yeah. Oh, they are. But then I'm reminded <laughs> that people used to just be infinitely shittier. We've somehow gotten better and we're still <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. So uh, before she got into all of her blood stuff, which I will cover what I mean by that later. Uh, she her favorite thing to do was to strangle servants to death with a silk scarf. Because, you know, if you're going to strangle someone, you might as well be bougie about it. You know, I can't argue that. Do do it with a little flair. A little sparkle. A little sparkle. A little sparkle. Uh, And she was also a big fan of burning people. So she would burn her servants with metal sticks. Uh, She would take keys and make them red hot and use the keys to brand them. Coins. Coins was also a favorite of hers. Um, she also would take like a clothes iron, which for those who don't know, 1500s, when I say clothes iron, I mean a literal giant iron thing that you would just put in the fire until it was hot. It's uh, just like a giant hunk of metal. It's ju- yeah, it's just a giant hunk of metal. Uh, she would iron the soles of their feet. I know how much you love feet stuff. <laughs> And my personal not so favorite, uh, stick burning iron rods into their vagina. No, <laughs> no, that that's worse. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I don't think I don't think that's worse. I I know for a, a resounding <laughs> fact that 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 is worse. Yes, red hot iron in your vagina is not your kink. You know, I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> No, I, I definitely am going to go with no. <laughs> Are you ready for my next one? Because I no? know how much you're going to love my next one. I picked this just for you. Oh. Just for this one little nugget. I love hearing that. So she would take sewing needles and prick them in their mouths or under their fingernails. I... I'm I'm confused about I'm just imagining a, a scenario where someone is like pricking me with a needle inside of my mouth and it's confusing for my brain. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to lie. That's like a weird that's weird. That's uh, if that didn't correct your behavior, she'd also take a pair of scissors and cut off your hands or your nose. No, or no, your no. Lips. we're not we're not moving on yet. Okay. No. Uh that's weird. That's so... I <laughs> I just... Can you imagine being like, all right, it's 
time to punish you. You dropped a plate. Open your mouth. And someone's just like, I feel like it was probably a little bit more aggressive than that. I feel like it probably had a lot of like forcibly opening your mouth. Um, And I don't know about you, but I bite my tongue all the time and that shit hurts like a motherfucker. Uh, So imagine like a sewing needle. No, that sounds horrific. I just, I physically can't, I guess I can't imagine that because I've been to the dentist, but, (laughs) (laughs) and they basically do the same thing to me when I'm there. Right. Uh, I hate that. But now picture it like not sterile and not designed to go through human skin. No. And no. then you have to keep working. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I'm also... Also the thing... We all know the under the fingernail thing is gross. But it always just... Every time I see shit like that, it makes me think of Lost. Did you ever watch Lost? Oh, I loved Lost. Well, Saeed is like my favorite character. Obviously. And... um he like there's like one scene where he like tortures someone by shoving like bamboo (gasps) splinters under their nails which like i get like that is like a torture that's super common like especially like i feel like in japan like vietnam like that kind of asia like yeah like that kind of area they did that a lot but like that scarred me for life when i watched that as a kid and it still scars me to this day Mm -hmm. so now sewing needles but under your fingernails Honestly, I feel like sewing needles might actually be better than bamboo. Oh, bamboo because bamboo's like all like splintery and like it's bigger, but like yeah. uh, it's still fucking unpleasant. I feel like I've actually done that to myself when sewing. I'm not gonna lie, and I feel like it was just as unpleasant as I'm imagining it right now. Also, just don't cut off people's noses and extremities. We just don't stop. Mm-hmm. Just don't do that. Thanks. Uh, she would also use needles knives and sometimes her own teeth to lacerate the servant's genitals or if she was feeling real spicy she would uh use a candle to burn them i feel like i'd prefer the candle <laughs> don't bite don't, my genitals don't please. bite it <laughs> not here for it don't bite my genitals <laughs> uh if you were getting a little too mouthy She'd stick your or stick. She'd stitch your tongue to your lip. I genuinely don't think anyone was getting too mouthy. <laughs> Can we just acknowledge she did that just for fun? No one, <laughs> no one was getting too mouthy. No one who came in there was talking back to her. Let's be real. You know, I'm not gonna argue with you. <laughs> she probably just did that for fun. People knew better than that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so have you ever encountered a stinging nettle? Yes. They hurt like a motherfucker, right? They Yes. She would make servants get naked and sit on them. Or put them in a bathtub with the stinging nettles and then push them into their breasts or their genitalia. She's got like a weird thing with genitalia and I need it to, to stop. stop. Um, and I get it because it's like the worst thing you can probably imagine. And it's like, it's obviously sensitive areas. So like, I get why she did it, but like also stop. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? We're not done yet. <laughs> I didn't think that we were. I was just letting the stinging nettles thing sit with you for a second. <laughs> letting it marinate. Mm. Uh, she'd also wait for a nice cold winter day and uh, fill up a tub of ice water 
and make them stand in it up to their neck until they died of hypothermia. I think I would pick that one. Really? Yeah. I fucking hate being cold. I don't think I could do it. Hypothermia is not that bad. It's just like going to sleep. And at a certain point, you get warm again after being really cold. I guess. And you get warm and then you just fall asleep. I would definitely pick that one for sure. You know, now that you put it like that, I think I'm I'm with you. It's as far as we've gone so far. That's that's my choice. <sighs> we should make an online quiz. How would you die? <laughs> make a poll. Elizabeth Bowdery's yes. If Elizabeth Bowdery had you, what's your preferred method of death? Yikes. Uh, here's here's my per- personal favorite. Uh, she'd make them get naked, smear them with honey. And then tie them up outside and let them be eaten by whatever wanted to eat them. Ants, wasps, flies, wolves. You know, whatever was in the area. Yeah, I'm still going with the hypothermia. (laughs) That's a hard, that's a hard no. No? I've seen Indiana Jones. I've seen what ants can do to someone. You like honey. I I do. do. (laughs) I'm not sure how that's relevant. I, I do like to eat it. Uh, I don't You're like... not to, about wearing it? Honestly, just being smeared with honey, even without the other stuff, <laughs> sounds already like a torture. Like, can you imagine how sticky that would be? Even if you didn't, like, didn't die, and it was just like, I'm going to smear you with honey, and then you have to go wash it off. Like, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. I think I would rather be eaten by the wolves. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to get that out of your hair? Oh. Or like just, uh, uh, no. Yeah, just eat eat me at that point. Just eat me. <laughs> uh, she would starve them for weeks at a time. And if they complained about it, she would make them drink their own urine. Which, let me tell you, uh, after you get dehydrated, turns into like sludge. Yeah, it's just straight like ketones and gross shit from your kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was not 100% sure where you were going to go with that at first. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I know. I saw so your face and I was said, like, drink, drink your own urine. And then you were like, well, let me tell you. And I was like, what are you going to tell me? I am nervous. Are you ready for another one of my favorite ones? Yes. She would cut off chunks from their butt. Butt chunks. Butt chunks. And make them cook it and eat it. Or make them cook it and serve it to other people. You know, that one's, I've, that's a close second to hypothermia, I think. At least you're not dying from this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a close second. I mean, eating your own (laughs) egg. Well, I mean, like, she's fucking starving people. I'd be like, all right, I'd rather eat myself than starve, I guess. (laughs) I feel like eating your own ass was not the way that I wanted to phrase that. (laughs) Eating your own ass is the only way to phrase that. (laughs) 2020, year of eating ass, right? (laughs) 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 All right. She would also... Okay, so context here. Um, Early 1500s, cakes are not what we think of as cakes. Cakes are like giant chunks of coal. Gotcha. Okay. So keeping in mind that we're talking about coal and not cake, (laughs) she would heat up a chunk of coal right to red hot temperatures and then make a servant eat it 
Mm, no, I feel like I'd rather get burned with the stuff externally rather than internally. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I just, okay, I know how I get when I try to eat something hot. Like, I do that stupid thing that we all do where you're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's just at like a normal cooking temperature. That's not like red hot coal. <laughs> yeah, I felt what a hot caramel can do to you. <laughs> Um, and I, I can't imagine worse or internally. <laughs> I have the third degree burns to prove it. Oh man. I will never. Okay. We're going to take a sidebar cause a, a little palate cleanser, if you will, cause this has gotten really intense. Um, so funny story. Morgan is so, so smart so smart she has a phd in forensic psychology she is so smart so smart and sometimes she's just so pretty and one of her so pretty moments was that we had decided to make homemade caramel yum it, it was, was delicious absolutely delicious so she finishes making the caramel she puts hot caramel like just finished making it hot caramel into a plastic container and then puts the lid on the container to be fair i don't have a degree in physics and then shakes it now for those of you who have not caught up with the rest of the class or okay, are not familiar the, the with science like, i'm gonna mute your microphone here in a second you wish <laughs> so for those of you who are not familiar with how science works if you put a very hot thing into a very small container it'll create pressure because the heat lets off steam and the steam has nowhere to go and then if you shake the pressurized thing it'll explode okay i barely shook it to be fair <laughs> i like moved it just a little bit but that was enough but but the part that she left out is that she had a boy over, right? And so oh, yeah. he leaves to go get coffee, right? This whole event transpires in like the 10 minutes that he's gone. I forgot that he was over here. So like it explodes. I, It's on my skin. I'm like peeling it off. And as I'm peeling it off, I'm peeling off very large chunks of skin as well very and, large chunks and of muscle skin. and stuff and i'm like but we're in like a, a dimly lit kitchen right and so i'm like oh this is bad oh this is bad and she's like no 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 like it's it's fine it's, like it's, it's okay and i was like no 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 this is like bad like very calmly though i'm like oh this is bad and she's like no 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 it's okay and i was like oh no this is bad and then he shows up and he's like i i know first aid duh <laughs> i'm a medic um so he goes and gets his kids and i'm like telling him i'm like dude this is like this is pretty bad and he's like you're, oh, you're okay and then so we he comes back inside gets his med kit comes back inside i move into the light <laughs> and he sees it he makes <laughs> eye contact with this very very many third degree burns and i see him just go white as a ghost and i was just like <laughs> I told you it was bad. <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh, okay. 
And then he got too scared to do anything, and I made him drive me to CVS, where I took care of it myself. <laughs> I think, okay, that's that's the best part of this story. I was like, can I go into CVS with third open third-degree burns? <laughs> was that not once did she go to the doctors for this? We fucking oh, absolutely not. went to CVS, got burn cream and fucking gauze, and just wrapped that shit ourselves. And it was perfect because it just debrided itself because when I would take, because I had the burnt, like the patches that you put on in between gauze to like separate it. Yeah. And when I would peel those off, it would just debride it on its own. <laughs> Every time I ripped that shit off, it would just rip off skin and muscle. It was fine. It was fine. I'm missing large chunks out of tattoos, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but you know what? When I showed it to my doctor after it healed, he couldn't believe I didn't go to the doctor. He was like, holy shit. That looks really good. Dude, that blister that you had on your wrist was gnarly. I don't even have a scar. I know. Yeah, on my wrist, I had a, a blister probably a good a good inch and a half across. And at least an inch high. Like oh my, it's, yeah, it bubbled up so bad. I, I can post pictures. I have pictures of this if you want. But we, it's yeah. really fucking gross. And I just left that shit alone. I was like, I'm not popping that blister. Blisters exist for a reason. Uh, but I don't even have a scar. Like, you literally can't even tell that that happened to me. Yeah. And then her arm, like, you could literally see through the muscle layer. Yeah. That like, was gnarly. Not that you could see the muscle layer, but you could see through, through. the muscle layer. But that part, that part healed. I have a, I have a scar from that definitely for sure it's like there's no melanin in that part of my skin either so like no matter how much i tan that's just it's just white (laughs) oh man oh so there's your very gross palate cleanser yeah i don't know that that was i'm not sure how palate cleansing that was i think about it but uh just terrifying men and ripping off my own skin (laughs) The moral That's of a Morgan palate cleanser. Mor- <laughs> Morgan's really pretty sometimes. <laughs> uh, self-preservation on zero. <laughs> Literally, though. All right. Back to Elizabeth Bowtree. But at-home medic skills on 10. Anyway. So, I just want you to know that there's documentation that she tried this. It didn't work, obviously. But I just, I need you to identify with Elizabeth on a soul level. Like, just look look me in my eyes. I just want you to look at me when I say this. There's documentation that she tried to cast a magic spell to summon a cloud full of 90 cats to torment her enemies. (laughs) I don't know. No, no, I've met cats. No, cats are appropriate. I was like, I don't know that I would have gone with cats, but I'm all in. But then I was like, I've met cats. Yeah. So maybe maybe cats are appropriate. I just... This bitch tried to do a magic spell to summon a cloud of cats. That does sound pretty terrifying. I'm not going to lie. Like, was it just going to rain cats? It's raining cats. <laughs> All my enemies, it's raining cats. <laughs> That was a mashup I never saw coming. <laughs> that was a... Wow. That was a ride that we just went on. So anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so. 
she used the blood of virgins to stay young. So how'd that work out for her? Well, you know, I mean, her portrait looked good. I'm gonna give her that. Well, it's like the science kind of makes sense. I'm not condoning it. I mean, they do do vampire <laughs> facials. Yeah. Where you get your own blood, which I'm not into. Give me someone else's blood. Don't give me my blood. No, thank you. I like that inside my body. Thank you. But other people's blood. Fuck it. They, no, don't, it's they don't need it. They don't need it. But me, uh, I so need it. This is where the account starts to get a little fantastical. Um, a lot of it was that she was bathing in the blood of virgins, which is just mathematically yeah, and scientifically not a thing yeah because i feel like she's always depicted as like hanging them up upside down over her bathtub and like slitting yeah. her throat i mean that was that was the accounts that they were using was that she was like draining them of their trunk blood i feel like i said that a little too casualty trunk casualty <laughs> little too casualty like casually um but that's what that's called and i know this because i've worked in biomedical research and i don't want to explain that any further um but that's that's what that's called when you decapitate something and then hang them upside down so that all their blood dr- like drains through their neck. Which like doesn't make sense though because a human only has like about like a gallon and a half of blood. So it's like if you poured out, go to your bathtub right now with a gallon of milk, a gallon and a half of milk, and you pour that in your bathtub, you're not gonna have a lot in your bathtub. Mm. Most bathtubs are what like forty gallons, thirty five gallons, something like that. Like the average bathtub. Which, like, let's be real. She probably had, like, a super big fancy one because she average. was, like, rich. We'll do average clawfoot. Yeah. I feel like that's probably foot more what she tub. had. The average clawfoot tub holds 50 gallons of water. Yeah, exactly. But a human only has, like, 1.5 gallons of blood in their body. Okay? And that's, like, a large person. Like, that's not even, like, a small person. She's doing, like, adolescent girls. So let's say we have about 1.2, which is the average... So 50 divided by 1.2. It would take 42 women, 40, 42 as adolescent girls to fill one claw foot tub. And I'm, I'm going to assume. Google didn't appreciate me um, Googling average amount of blood in a human. Average is volume? It, is it weird that I didn't need to Google that? You know, I was trying not to address that. I mean, her numbers were in the five to six hundreds. So like. But you have to think that Valid. it coagulates. Yeah, coag- so it's not like that's you're what like, I was, yeah. That was the next point I was going to make was like coagulation happens. Like the, we're calculating this off of the vo- like viscosity of water, not the viscosity of blood. Right. And also, <sighs> yeah, because like by the time you got to like the f- second person, honestly, like the first blood would already be coagulating. So like realistically, I feel like she probably if she like did that would take blood probably from one person and put it in like a decently small basin and then right. use that to kind of like paint your like skin that I can see like using it as a lotion. Yeah. And then you could like rinse it off. Maybe do that like before your bath. Right. And then you rinse it off in your bath. So like right. that Which is would probably how like the blood bath thing happened was that she was like using it as lotion. And then when she was rinsing it rinsing off, it was off. making the water red. Right. That would make sense. So, like, that that I'll buy. I'll buy her, like, draining them of some blood, using it as lotion, letting it sit, little, letting it marinate on her skin for a little bit, and then, like, taking a bath. That I'll buy. Because, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because then it would make the blood bath, like, blood bath, too. But taking actual blood baths is just not scientifically... 
The science don't add up. It doesn't. Like, unless you're, like, taking heparin baths. But at that case, at that point, like, the heparin's affecting the, like, no. Just no. Yeah. No. I don't <laughs> also, did they even have heparin in the 1500s? Mm, I don't or think any so. sort of anticoagulant? I don't think that they did. Yeah, I don't think so either. The point, my point is that it's just not, it, it's just not feasible. The science doesn't stand that claim. The first uh, heparin was discovered in 1916. Yeah, definitely not. Also, uh, fun fact, though, there are beneficial effects to having blood on your skin. Uh, The proteins in your blood have growth factors that mimic that that are just naturally occurring in your skin. So when your own blood is applied back to your skin, it can boost collagen production, skin renewal, cell growth, and tissue regeneration. Yeah. No, like that science checks out. Like using... I don't like that someone Googled is putting blood on your face good. I I don't I don't like that someone Googled that. That is not what I Googled. I Do said beneficial effects of blood on skin, but they just said it's putting blood on your face good. Okay, but here's the thing. Don't like that's showing up as a related search, which means that not one, not two, but probably hundreds of thousands of people have googled that in order for it to become a related search right below that is is it okay to drink blood (laughs) (laughs) okay uh apparently drinking more than a couple of teaspoons puts you in a danger zone because there's so much iron in blood so uh does blood help with acne is right below that um but anyways (laughs) One more. One more search real fast that also popped up. Uh, what disease makes you crave blood? Oh, sweet baby I Jesus. didn't know that was a thing, but apparently porphyria, people with porphyria, experience the desire to drink human blood to alleviate their symptoms. So there's that. Anyways, moving on. I'm not okay with the words that you have. Though, to be fair, all of these things say using your own blood is beneficial <laughs> because your own blood has, it already has the same like cells right. and everything that you do. Has so like same. applying your own blood is helpful, but I didn't find anything saying applying other people's just blood. blood in general. Use your useful. own genetic material. Thanks for coming to my dead. I'm going to second that. You guys are probably wondering, how the fuck did she get away with all this shit when she was married? Well, let me tell you, her husband was too busy off at war. Also, he probably so he didn't give two shits. Literally never home. <laughs> and even if he was, it's the 1500s. I He probably wouldn't give a shit that she was mean to servants. When the husbands are away, the wives will murder. Moral of the story, don't leave your wife unsupervised. Yeah, that's a that's just a pretty good rule. <laughs> Shit gets weird. Y'all don't want to know when you're what we do when we're not around. You re- gets a little culty. I'm not gonna lie. Come, you get over it by like the fourth blood sacrifice. Well, yeah, you get used to it after a while. I'm pretty sure we had our one friend convinced that we have actually done blood rituals, and I don't think she's ever gonna recover because we did. Yeah. What is there to convince? (laughs) 
Anyway. <laughs> so her husband was off to war. A lot. Like a lot. So he was never home. So that's how she was getting away with all of this crazy murder shit. Um, and then, you know, what had happened was she fucked with the wrong aristocrat. And it, some, a nobleman had given his daughter to this quote-unquote finishing school. Um, tried to write her a letter. Never got a letter back. Thought that was sketchy. <sighs> Filed a complaint with uh, the king. The king started investigating her. All of her like loyal servants who did not get the living shit beat out of them were like, no... Uh, and then they started torturing the servants and then they were like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually funny enough. Um, so what they were doing was, uh, taking some iron tongs and just ripping their fingers off until they confessed to what Elizabeth was doing. It's a thousand minus seven. What? <laughs> they do that in Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> Except they also make you count while they do it. You have to count backwards from a thousand by sevens, which is honestly worse. Just just rip my fingers off. Don't make me also do math. Right. Thank you. Don't. No. <laughs> I can't do that when I'm not under stress. I know. That's like when they say like if you get pulled over for like and they think you're drunk, they make you like say the alphabet backwards. But like, bitch, I can't. I can't do that sober. I can barely say the alphabet forwards. Like, I can't do it backwards. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. So, after they uh, tore all of their fingers off with iron tongs, they uh, tossed them into a bonfire. Alive. You know, um... I, use, I I feel like I've done that to my Barbies. Um, <laughs> probably wouldn't do that to a real person. I don't though. know that you should be admitting that. <laughs> Seems like a bad decision, that, and also that a feels gross like one. a sociopathic tendency. We're good, right? No, I don't think I ever burned my Barbies. I, I did. I did kill them though, a lot. Well, yeah. I had like a little noose. <laughs> <laughs> It came, it was, like, part of, I can't even remember. It was, like, part of some toy, like, the packaging or something. It was, like, this little, like, rope thing. But, like, it was, like, weirdly, like, basically, essentially, like, tied in a noose. It was, like, a circle, and it had, like, a knot, and then it had, like, strings that came down. And it was, like, adjustable. Yeah, it was probably, so literally, like, it was probably it. with the rodeo pack, you psychopath. Well, that was not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I also had a hotel, and it had an elevator, and then people would be below the elevator and the elevator would smash them. So that happened. I can't even judge you that much because... Um, We've all been there. If you're a female, you have been there. One of I had one of the like kid Barbies and I would give her tragic backstories, um, which I would act out with my adult Barbies. Um, one of which inclu- <laughs> included... Um, her dad falling off of a horse and getting his leg stuck in the stirrup and getting trampled to death by the horse. Um, and then her mom getting ran over by the ambulance that came to <laughs> respond to her dad's death. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's 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 actually that's hilarious that's <laughs> what a fucking origin story dog right <laughs> yeah if anyone has ever had if you are female and you played with barbies you can't tell me that you thought, didn't come up with some traumatic shit people thought we were in there like oh they're gonna fall in they're love they're gonna get married no, no. bitch <laughs> them bitches be dying <laughs> They be cheating. They, they be, be doing ha- some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. There's no nor- no normal shit happened in there. Uh, my my child Barbie also had an origin story where, um, her dad came home to find her mom cheating on him with his sister, and he murdered both of them, and then shot himself. Is it really surprising that we're into true crime now? <laughs> because honestly, I had a lot of backstories like that. Right? Just like real. Like I had that that noose and like i remember one of the stories like they were in the hotel and this girl she like found this like guy or something and she was like cheating on her boyfriend and then he came in and then he just stuck her head in that noose and he yeeted her off that balcony dog done for (laughs) and you can't deny it if you are listening to this right now you know you did that shit and if you didn't I'm worried about you because you are in the minority here. (laughs) (laughs) If we don't get fucking DMs about your Barbie's origin stories or like the crazy shit they went through, I'm going to be mad at all of you. Please. I need, I need your villain origin story. I need it. You know, you had a villain Barbie. We all had a villain Barbie. We all had that one bitch. Please. Mine was always named Veronica. (laughs) Always. That's just appropriate. That just sounds like... No, I apologize to all Veronica's that are, I'm sure, lovely people, but that sounds like a crazy bitch name. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Anyway. uh, So, yeah. All of her female servants had their fingers ripped off and thrown into bonfires. Um, There was one male accomplice that was uh, also tortured to to confess about what she was doing. Um, But he was shown, you know, some mercy... And uh, he was decapitated and then thrown into the fire. See, so kind. (laughs) (laughs) That was heavy sarcasm, if you couldn't tell. But also, really, like, that's a negative for the torturers, too, because burning flesh is fucking disgusting. Like, it smells so bad. So bad. Like, you are just hurting yourself at that point because they're going to fucking die. But you're the one that has to suffer with all that gross shit and cleanup. Like, maybe just don't do that. Don't do it. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then, because prisons aren't really a thing, um, she was just locked in the tower of her own castle. Weirdly normal. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty normal. Especially yeah. for, like, rich people. Especially, Especially for, like, women. aristocratic rich aristocratic rich women that was double um but yeah like they're not gonna they don't have prisons also she's high status so they're not gonna want to make this a big deal so they're just gonna like sequester her to the tower like hey just i don't think they really needed 